This is episode 86 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Today is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Have you ever traced your family history? Have you ever wondered where we came from? It's Steve, Teresa, and Tim. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. What planet are they from? Yeah, I know. It's kind of amazing. Okay, I'm going to, I have two things when it comes to family history. One is not my immediate family, but it's the most intriguing one. I think I'll, I'll start with that, and then I'll go to a quick, fun one. Uh, the most intriguing thing is, is my wife's twin sister, um, Checked into her, you know, got one of those. What do they call those? DNA tests, yeah, the, like the, yeah, the, like the twenty three and Me. Exactly. Thing. Yeah, yeah okay. went to all that and really got into it and really got into it and found out that their mom and her mom had already their mom had already died. You know, Audrey's mom had died. That her mom was adopted and they never knew that. They never knew. They never knew. Oh my goodness! All during the life, so that that obviously sprouts to other questions wow. and they had so many questions. And, and so she's talked to so many people in that, you know, they had to make a bunch of phone calls and they did this and check this and Hey, did you know what was her background like? And so oh. they found out a whole lot more about uh, their mom than they thought they would. That kind of changed how you feel about like uh, your memories, your relatives, you'd kind of relative, have a different yeah. perspective on right. that. It was just interesting. So, I mean, you just never know what you're going to find, but they certainly didn't expect wow. to find that uh, their mom had been adopted, and that information was never shared um, with them. So that's just kind of an interesting thing. Uh, the other thing, a lot lighter, is that um, my my dad's cousin, I remember the story growing up, we would talk, movie theater, and drive-in movie theaters were big things when I was a kid. Oh, right? love you know, a drive-in. Oh, oh drive-in movie theater. I'd, I'd get in my jammies. That was fun. I'd get, <laughs> they'd put me in the back of the, the station wagon, put me in my jammies, and we'd eat popcorn, and I'd fall asleep before the end of the night with oh, my parents and my brother and sister. But the drive-in movie theater, my dad would always say, you know, my cousin Richard Hollingshead in New Jersey invented the drive-in movie theater that's crazy i know kidding and so as i got older awesome i know crazy awesome i was like you know and so i heard that story growing up wow and and so you believe it because you're a kid and then as i got older and they had this thing called google and stuff (laughs) i I, so i i googled drive-in movie theater richard hollings said there it was for real in new jersey and my dad would always tell the story and it confirmed it in this story uh, online that he used to show movies in his backyard uh, and put up a, a big white sheet, and he kind of tested it out with his movie projector at home that's and had a whole cool. sound, and that's how he tested it out. He would invite neighbors in and oh. all that kind of stuff, and they'd watch it, and so he got the uh, the patent on the drive-in movie theater. So somewhere down the road in my family tree is the drive-in movie theater. Wow. Yeah. What a clever guy, Joe. Yeah. Joe, right? Richard. Well, close. Well, well maybe <laughs> close his enough. close friends called him Joe. <laughs> yeah, his, maybe. The ones yeah. who knew him real well, <laughs> yeah. cousin Joe. Well, Joe's a nickname for Richard, uh, right? So there you Classic. Go. Oh, is. that's so cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I had well, I didn't have a Joe or a Richard. We yeah. had Frank. Frank is the name I grew up hearing. Can I call him Bob? Sure. His close <laughs> friends <laughs> seems so close. That is a nickname close for Frank. Enough. Close it friends is. called it him is. Bob. All right. He was. I heard about him because he was <laughs> the first one in America. The first powers in America. Frank wasn't actually a Powers because when they showed up, 
uh, it was Frank Power. Don't ask me why they added the S when they came to the States. And a lot of people who have that last name, it's the same story. When they emigrated from Ireland, the name went from being Power, the traditional Irish name, to Powers, the American version of the Irish name. And Frank, the cool thing about Frank was actually know his job. He was a carpenter at a theater in Buffalo, New York. And I've wow. actually been to this theater. I've actually seen a Broadway show in this theater wow. and been able to look around and think like, hey, the old family stomping grounds. Frank was here. And it's just neat to, to, to have something like that, even like especially locally, and just to realize the first person that carried your name into mm-hmm. this country made their living in this space. That's just a really cool thing. And that idea of space was something that was really cool to dive into a little bit when my wife and I, and I keep talking about this, but it was a big deal to go to Ireland for us. We did get to do that this year. Went to Ireland and yeah, that's where the family's from. And no, I didn't really run into anybody who had my last name, but it's funny when you're over there and you're an American, they can tell. I think they know a lot of people are there because they know there's family history there. I mean, so many mm. Americans are of Irish descent. Right. And so you get people asking you, oh, what's your surname? What's your surname? And they want to know like where, where it comes from. And it's just, to me, there's something about being in a part of a war- of the world that considers history and considers where we came from. Because for a lot of us, this is something we've got to choose to dig into. Mm-hmm. Whereas for people in other parts of the world, it might just be Part of how they understand themselves, where they mm. see themselves in a place is is where they came from and their history is part of who they are. So that was something that was cool to be able to dial into while we were way across the seas and even bringing that heritage right back here to Buffalo, New York as well. How about that? I love it. One of my girls has been working in a school and the kids, these are high schoolers, were doing a project about their family history. But it wasn't so much about like what country you're from or anything like that, because a lot of these kids just don't know. But it was going back to the things that you do know about yourself. And so you would say like Audrey comes from family secrets and twinning. That's like part of her story. Steve comes from station wagons and pails of popcorn. (laughs) Tim comes from powerful hammers and added S's. (laughs) So I come from anger issues and entertaining myself. Uh, My grandmother actually used to tell me when I was a kid that we were related to George Orwell, you know, 1984 and Animal Farm. And it was like a cousin of a cousin of a whatever. I never really tracked it down. So I kind of pushed that to the side. And I've never traced my family history. And I'm an only child. So it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't something that we like talked about as a family because I was just like with me most of the time, hence the entertaining myself part. Now, my husband has traced his. He has a sister. And so they've kind of, you know, figured out a lot of things. And the girls now have like that side of their history. But I was always told in my family that we were of German descent. And I was like, okay, I seemed okay with that until we started studying World War II in school. And then I was like, okay, I'm not so sure about this. But being German paid off at Christmas, you know, because legend said that Germans, this is the legend, Germans are responsible for the Christmas trees and the stockings and the advent calendar. And And the pickle. The pickle ornament the actually Christmas is pickle? not German. If you go to oh. Germany, they will tell you, like, we don't even know why you're putting pickles on your trees, oh. you crazy Americans. I was okay. about as close <laughs> as I was with Joe there, I guess. Yeah, You, just, but, you should have asked Bob about that. He would have known. <laughs> Frank. Yeah. Now, I bet you Frank would know a thing or two about that German pickle. Frank. Yeah. Okay, but I was also told that being German meant that we were 
angry, you know, and I would hear that phrase like German blood every time there was like a family outburst. Oh. And maybe we should have learned some German. We could have just said like, ich bin sauer, which is I'm angry. Like instead of being angry, just talk about your feelings. Right. Yeah. And so uh, knowing that we were going to be discussing this on the podcast, I started looking into the four family names, you know, like two on my mom's side, two on my dad's side to figure out the making of me. And I see English. I see Scottish, I see Irish, I see some Dutch, and possibly German. Hmm. And and so I'm kind of like, okay, so if I have trouble controlling how I feel, I can't really, like, blame the German blood, right? Because it's, like, this much, wow. right? So it got me thinking about what we attribute to where we come from. And I don't think it's where we come from that matters so much, especially being a Christian, it's about where we're going, you know, that matters. And and Isaiah tells us to remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. And I, I put all of that, like, family history, family baggage in that box, you know. And the scripture goes on to say, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Hmm. So how do we move from the past, all of that family stuff that we carry with us yeah. into this future that God has for us. And we can't do that on our own. And this is something that I've had to go through, you know, for years and years coming from my anger issues and entertaining myself with all of the baggage that comes from everything in my childhood. Cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. That's in Psalm 55. And it's it's so true that any time I've tried to overcome any of the stuff that's in me because of where I've come from or just my sinful, flawed, carnal nature, I can't really do it on my own. And it doesn't matter where you come from, what kind of blood you have, what yeah. color your skin is, how many years you can trace back your family history. We all have this gift from Jesus, the gift to start new and be born into his family. You know, it's interesting when you said your issues of different things, and I'm thinking, I was, my, my thought process went to, I've never been one who loves to uh, have a long task. I like tasks and not take very long. Boom. Get it started, get it done. Boom. Done. Okay. And, and I think that's why I haven't looked into my family tree, because hmm. I have a feeling I'm not the only Smith. <laughs> this is going to take yeah, a while. Got a little bit to dig through there. You have more branches in your family tree than most banks do. <laughs> you got more Bobs and Franks and Joes uh -huh. than you can shake a stick at. Coffee? Check. Music? Check. Fun and encouragement? Check and check. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. I don't know if you guys have followed tennis, Coco Goff, yeah. Okay, 19-year-old yes. mm -hmm. who won the U.S. Open over the weekend. Mm -hmm. She's the youngest American to win since Serena Williams. And she's just got such an amazing story. But right after she won, she went over to the bench. She got down on her knees, rested mm -hmm. her head on her hands. Yeah. I mean, you look at her and you go, she's praying. Right, yeah. exactly. And the announcer yeah. said, look at Coco Goff. She's soaking it all in. Oh. And it was just, it was something to me because I was like, wow. Like, we can't say... She's praying. But then I was like, well, you know, what if we, what if we did that? And it was like, you know what? I'll add you to my soaking it all in list. Oh, yeah. At right. my church you tonight, know? we've got a uh, soaking it all in meeting. 
going right, on. Right, right. Maybe, um, <laughs> did you know somebody who's a soaking it all in warrior? Oh, those are the best. <laughs> so thankful yeah. for those so, people. Yeah, you wonder about uh, why people are afraid to just say that, right? Well, because prayer is powerful. Mm. The fact yes. that mm. the world is so afraid to even acknowledge that this girl who's been blessed in an incredible way is praying, is stopping to thank God. Mm. Boy, that's such a good reminder to us that prayer, mm. yeah, let's say it, prayer is powerful. If you're looking for fun, hope, and encouragement, you've come to the right place. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. It's a good field to be working in right now. The, the yogurt writers, man. Mm. Right mm. now, folks are writing about yogurt. They're looking at this. Right. So this, the, the humorous thing, this job got people talking online because a yogurt company posted mm. a listing for their lead writer. Because they have writers, too. We're talking six figures, like to the tune what? of a quarter million right. dollars. To write about salary for this year. So I'm thinking, all right, well, yeah. put my best foot forward for yogurt writer. Oh, sure. Maybe kind of like a little um, spoken word sort of thing I'm going to do with Can mine. Can you give us an example? Like, so here, snap? Yeah. Is there snapping involved? I'm not going to snap per se. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to, well, you, you tell me. Here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember yogurt, pudding's healthier cousin. Forget chocolate. Fruit flavors keep us buzzing. No tricks up our sleeves. Just treats for these kids. Silly rabbit never quite got them. Don't forget your spoon for that fruit on the bottom. Wow. I, that's, that's something good right job. there. That that's good. good. So that's, that's, nap with both thank you. We should have a little contest. That's Tim's. Okay. Therese, do you have one? I uh, do. Okay. I have a four stanza extravaganza, Whoa. if you will. Come on. I'll stand for that. Okay. There's a poem about it. You've heard of Miss Muffet, the spider. He wanted it. An arachnid buffet. Uh, Buffett. Um, protein and probiotics, and you get calcium in yogurt. It's a favorite of the FBI. They eat it in covert. <laughs> you can slurp it from a tube. I prefer to eat it with a spoon. Surely the cow would enjoy it while jumping over the moon. Oh. It makes me feel so cultured. I could eat it every day. Dipped with fruit or granola, yogurt is delicious in every Way. Oh, way. You see what you did with way there? Because the way and the. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. Man, right. that's good well, yogurt mine, writing right there. Mine's a little short. Okay. We're, who who did the best? Tim or Teresa? And, oh, you want me to do one too? Oh, of yes. course we do. All right. I might as well do a. Uh, I might as well do a haiku while I'm here. Uh, you know, Of course, you're a haikuist. Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. All here right, we go. Here we go. Yahweh is the way. Don't say no way to Yahweh. And strained. From yogurt. <laughs> okay, that was actually profound. more of a poem about Jesus than it was about yogurt. Well, but there was, there was, snap for that. There was yogurt and whey. Yeah, I'll I mean, snap for that. Yeah. The clear winner, yeah. Tim Powers. Tim oh, was, wow. Tim wow. Powers. Wow. That you, excellent poetry. Everybody loves you. are Ooh. an incredible writer. You have known that for a long time. I did get one vote. Mm-hmm. That's good. I would like to thank Terry from Cortland, which mm-hmm. I consider pretty much the dairy capital of central New York. And so I feel wow. like that goes a long way. That's a few you know, votes then. Um, yeah. Goes a long way. Hey. Uh, we, oh. did get, we got a text about Steve's poem uh-huh. from Karen and Aaron, which I think if your name and your town rhyme, you're automatically a poetry expert. Oh, yeah. yeah. But right. Karen said Steve is the winner because he uh-huh. was not ashamed to bring the name name of Jesus into every conversation. And you are absolutely right about that, Karen. I brought Yahweh in there. Way to go, Steve. Way to go. Way. Way. You're not late. You're right on time. And we're glad you're here. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Thought I was being manly at one point. 
guess I so wasn't. Manly. So manly. <laughs> and apparently, and, and Therese, maybe you can speak on this, uh, being the Probably opposite not. of the <laughs> being the opposite of the manly, uh, because females always have an opinion on this. Uh, on many Whoa, times. Whoa, that's two, a generalization. Two things. I said many times. You didn't let me finish my sentence. You said females always have an opinion. Yeah, always many times. Um, <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes, all the time, many times, uh, once in a while, uh, every single now I have an opinion. Every single time, once in a while, uh, it, it can happen. Generally, it, it generally, um, is two two things. One, one used to I used to think it was mainly not showing emotion. Oh. Do you agree mm. with that? It's like, mm. it's okay to show emotion. I, I, yeah, I think it's good to show emotion. It's mm. healthy, especially if you're trying to connect with, like, your wife. Right. She's emotional. You get emotional. You guys communicate better. And you said something about healthy. It's the other thing. Oh. We don't, we don't, many, many times, we don't go to the doctor. Oh, boy. We, we as but, men, it's like, oh, right. okay, uh, I'm going to tough it out. Yeah, like yeah. You're going to, like, that, DIY that in the garage or something? <laughs> or yeah. just DIY, do it your, yeah. ignore it. Do it yourself. Right. Yeah. No. So, yeah. So it's okay. Just advice uh, to it's okay to show emotion and be mm-hmm. vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you're not feeling well, it's okay to go to the doctor. So I always like to say always many times <laughs> that, that, that it happens. Sometimes. It happens from time to time. Always. On occurrence. Well, yeah. Generally, what? exactly. Certainly. Sort of. Maybe. Could have happened one time. I don't know. <laughs> Of course we're happy. You're here. Why wouldn't we be? Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. I love seeing the crazy way God made this incredible world we live on. Mm-hmm. Lobsters don't, did you know this? Lobsters don't ever stop growing. Like they just. Well, yeah, they like keep, they, don't they mold they their would shells? Mold, and if they never, if they never just perished, they would, they say, they just keep growing. They just keep getting mm-hmm. bigger. There's no full size for a lobster. That's wild. Right. Jellyfish, there are certain ones that can age backwards. Wait, they get younger? There are certain jellyfish that can do that. They're nicknamed immortal jellyfish for this reason. It's like, that's so incredibly foreign to us. Right. Yeah, it is. We're not like that. You and I, human beings, all of us, we have limited energy. We have limited time. We age. God knows we have those limitations. He made us that way. He didn't make you a jellyfish. He didn't make you a lobster. Just be okay with your limitations because you can serve God as a good human that way. That's that's a good word. I'm just I just want to be prepared the next time I go to a jellyfish birthday oh. party. So oh, right. it's next time that you, you do that. To birthday happy, right? Well, yeah, backwards. You to birthday, birthday happy. happy. Then, <laughs> okay, yeah. I just want to make sure I got there. You happy. Yeah, they're used happy. to it at this you rate. You to birthday happy. And then instead of blowing the candles out, you've got to go. <sighs> Facing a whole new day is a lot easier when you remember that God is in charge. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life. Family life and freedom and faith and all these things we're (laughs) thankful for. Thankful for. Okay, well, we tried to mash up two ideas. May not not be our our best you know, idea ever, but it's, it's thank you day. So just an idea to be thankful today, but it's also fun Friday. And so we're like, well, what if we could just only be thankful for things that start with the letter 
F. Sure. You know, like Lisa in Rushford, she texted us to say Frankfurters on a Friday, which that's an idea I can get behind. That's great. No, <laughs> I'm all that. about that's that. Fun. If I had 55 free fragrant flowers from a French family, oh, as we... Chris and Machias claims, <laughs> I'd like that. Or how about this? Freedom from fear. Christy Woo! in Canton, Pennsylvania. I so love good. it. Who's this? Donna Joe from Ovid. Frogs, because they're born again. Oh, I like, like it. Tadpole into a frog. And then I also love the frog acronym, oh, F-R-O-G, yep. fully rely on God. So that's a good one. Yep. Thank you. This is Eileen, and I'm in Lima. I am oh. thankful for my fingers, which we often take for granted, but we use them for so many things, Whew. and also for family life. Ah. Oh, thanks, friend. Oh, we're thankful <laughs> for you, too. Yes. Thankful for friends and flowers and fragrance and lots of good things. Oh, good morning. It's Marie Jo Riley, and I'm from Clarion County. Faith, forgive, and forget. Uh, my name's Courtney. I'm from Clarence, New York. I'm thankful for the firmament. Ooh. Oh, firmament. Yeah. The actual air that we breathe. <laughs> yes. That's cool. Well, I like that. The glory of God in the firmament so it's his handiwork. There you go. Oh, that's so special. Beautiful. Good morning. This is Pete from Ashtabula, Ohio. This is really going to sound strange, but I am grateful for flatulence. (laughs) You're not wrong. It sounds strange. You're not wrong. (laughs) Gastroenterologists say it's healthy for the um, gastrointestinal system and Although it may be smelly, it is healthy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. Have a great weekend. May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life.